0: Do you work hard to stay fit but need some extra help achieving your ideal buttock shape? Then high-definition liposuction may be just what you're looking for. In today's episode, Dr. Arian Malavi of Cosmetic Plastic Surgery Institute is going to share how to determine your ideal buttock shape for your age and body type, why high-definition liposuction is an absolute game-changer when it comes to attaining and maintaining your ideal buttock shape, and he's going to give you some free tips and tools that will help you discover your ideal path to achieving amazing results. Welcome to the HD Lipo Podcast. Welcome back to the HD Lipo Podcast. I'm Frank Felker in Washington, D.C., joined again today by board certified plastic surgeon Dr. Aryan Malavi, calling in from Laguna Beach, California. Dr. Malavi, thank you for joining us again.
1: Thank you for having me, Frank.
0: Today we're going to talk about the ideal buttock shape and it's kind of a humorous uh, topic and that word sounds kind of odd buttocks but clearly it's a big big deal in your business of plastic surgery and in it's also obviously a large deal in the HD LIpo world. so let's start with this. Uh, it seems obvious as always, but let's if you would would you tell us and I, and I imagine it's different for men than it is for women uh, what? Ideal buttocks look like, and what sort of non-ideal buttocks were people walking into your office with uh, that you were able to help them with?
1: Sure. So we're looking, we're talking about the the bum, right, Frank? Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's clear. Um, the buttocks or the butt, and and so I mean, it's all about the butt, Frank. <laughs> and, and, and us, uh, us guys in the states are just realizing that that. The focus of attention really is moving away from the breasts and it's going to the butt.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: Hmm. And this has been going on now in in Europe and in Brazil for the last 5 to 10 years, and we're just catching up now.
0: What is it that we are are now looking for in a butt? Uh, Let's start with a woman's butt that perhaps we weren't looking for before. What is the ideal butt shape that men are looking for in a woman? And as a result, a woman is looking to have for herself.
1: Well, I mean, the aesthetics—what um, men imagine as being sexy and 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 what they lust for—you know—it changes and with generations and even with decades. So, what we're talking about is this sense of, um, for example, men finding a young lady attractive based on the shape of her bum, her her bum, her buttocks. Um, the backside is getting more attention than the front side let's say somebody came in and they don't like the way their butt looks. What is it they
0: don't like about it? It's too big. It's too small. It's not well, round enough. It's yeah. too wide. It's too
1: narrow. Or what, what, what are we, what, what's the problem? Okay. So let's talk about this. So, you know, every, everything's changed. I mean, I don't, I can't tell you what's going to happen next decade, but <laughs> currently today you can't have a butt that's big enough. Um, and it's because of stars like the Kardashians or Mickey Minaj and all these, you know, new, uh, new stars and and and, and idols. Um, what we're talking about is a differential between a narrow waist and a robust and generous butt. Mm-hmm. Some of the gals call it a bubble butt. They want it to be round, strong, full and not saggy, and flat, and kind of loose. That's mm-hmm. what we're talking about.
0: Now, when women come to you, do they, I assume that different women have a different ideal shape in their mind, or are they all saying to you, it can't be big enough, I I want the J-Lo look, I want the Kardashian look?
1: Yeah, there's a range, there's a range. So, One of the first things that we do, Frank, is we have them choose. We have a a, a card, you know, a display where they choose what they think is the ideal butt. Interesting. Um, I'll tell you, as you get older, you get more conservative, so you don't want as large of a butt. And when you're younger, you want the bigger butt. Um, And and so when we evaluate uh, uh, the bum uh, for a young lady, we're, we're looking at buttocks positioning, Ah uh, buttocks fullness, buttocks shape um, and often I have a conversation that I'd like to share with you and the listeners is is around the fact that the I treat the butt like it's the 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 picture and just as important as the picture is, the frame around the buttocks makes a big difference. so if I could mm. just give a little bit more detail for the listeners, what we're talking about is The frame that's framing the butt is just as important as the actual, the butt or the photo or the image in the center. And so to give you a little bit more detail, for example, one of the things that I always talk about is converting a double bubble into a bubble butt. And I want to kind of try to visually describe what we're talking about. Okay. Okay. What we're talking about is having prominent love handles or a waistline that's the first bubble, and then it dips down into where the buttocks proper is, the, the you know where the main butt is, and then it comes back out on the lateral thighs, kind of some some of the gals call it a banana roll or um gosh, I'm blanking on the terminology, but you can imagine mud flaps. Mud <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yes, I think you got the picture. Okay. Um, but we're talking about converting that double bubble, which is the love handle and the lateral thigh prominence mm-hmm. uh, that's juxtaposed between the smaller buttocks and inverting that so that the waistline is narrow, the thighs are tucked in, and then there's a beautiful, robust and more prominent mid butt level look and that's the the double bubble that's what gives you that hourglass shape
0: you did an excellent job describing that cuz i can really picture it in my mind and now i understand what you mean by framing the butt by what's around it and as you've often talked about before it's the contrast between one area of the body and another that really gives
1: it that appeal yeah that pop is as much has as much to do with narrowing the frame around the buttocks as it does adding to the buttocks. So often I will see my patients and to improve their buttock shape, we may actually not make their butt bigger, but really focus on kind of squeezing down their waist and squeezing in their legs.
0: Interesting. Now, relative to the difference between more traditional liposuction equipment and techniques and now the advanced HD liposuction work that you're able to do. What's the difference in terms of the effects that
1: you're able to achieve with the new technology and with the new techniques? Okay, so it's multiple fold. Let me just explain to you one thing. When when you're talking about making the butt bigger, you have two modalities or techniques that you can use. Either you're going to use the patient's own fat, and that's called the Brazilian butt lift, It's been coined that um, because it started in Brazil. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with lifting the skin per se, but by strategically filling and augmenting, you can actually lift them a little bit, and that's how that word came about. This is in contrast to a lot of patients out there that didn't have enough fat. You see, if you don't have enough fat to transfer to the buttocks, then you're out of luck. And so they would have to do the butt implants, so just like we have breast implants, there's actually butt implants that we can use in the, in the major population of patients and ladies that wanted their butts enhanced who didn't have enough fat. Now, those same gals that we didn't have enough fat to collect, because we have the new high-definition liposuction technology And because we can now harvest 30%, sometimes 40% more fat than we were able to with the traditional liposuction techniques, now all of a sudden, we've opened up the door to these patients that didn't necessarily want an implant in their butt. They wanted to have their fat transferred to their butt, but they just didn't have enough to provide. But now all of a sudden, we got a huge segment of patients now that are good candidates for the fat transfer to the butt. That's amazing.
0: Another incredible benefit of HD liposuction that, of course, as a layman would never have occurred to me, but I can certainly understand why someone would prefer not to have a butt implant inserted into their body.
1: Absolutely. So that's one point to make. Uh, The second point I'd like to make goes back to the framing because we're able to Um, more comprehensively remove the fat from the frame areas, which I'm talking about are the medial thighs, lateral thighs, and the waistline. That alone is another advantage of high-definition liposuction using the VASER technology in comparison to the traditional technique. I'd like to just fire off a couple of these so people really get accustomed to appreciating why I am so excited uh, about this technology, as are the other high-definition liposuction providers. Another another kind of advantage is that before, if you had a lot of fat that I removed from your waistline, guess what? You'd have a lot of skin redundancy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that skin redundancy right in the waistline is going to transfer itself to the butt, and it can make your butt saggy. Because I have the cool helium skin tightening technique or tool, now I can actually tighten up their skin and avoid the butt from falling. Whereas before I had to cut it and create an incision line that was visible, now it's transparent. So there's all these technical advantages, um, we, and we haven't really talked about fat grafting, which is really the critical component of buttocks augmentation, um, and and that's another advantage. The process of emulsifying that fat, Frank, um, so it's more liquid, and that's and, achieved with the uh, Vaser ultrasound. Exactly. Exactly. Because we're able to make the fat more uniform and and more liquidy and more less viscous, um, we have advantages that we can. We have uh, improvements in our techniques that we can take advantage of in the grafting process. So that's a whole science behind this. When you say grafting, what do you mean by that? Okay, so we're literally taking the fat from one area if you can imagine, Mm -hmm. and transferring it to the butt. So that's how we're able to increase the size of the buttocks. We're literally taking the fat that we're removing and we're able to add it to the butt. And so that whole process of transferring the fat out from the body and then auto-transplanting it back in is an art by itself. And it's a discussion that we could have for hours. Um, but what I can assure the the listeners is by virtue of having a fat that's more um, smooth in consistency and it doesn't come out in like um, strands of semi-solid fat, it enables us to more smoothly graft back and, and actually more efficiently graft back into the buttocks. So we're actually getting better yields. We're getting better take percentages. Um, Again, this is a main major concern if, if you um, get on any of the uh, websites that talk about, you know, there's a lot of websites that patients come on and they ask questions and their concerns. And the, probably the most popular one is, you know, how much of the fat stays. Mm-hmm. And so using VASER technology, um, along with um, – uh, what I like to use is a closed-loop system. Again, that's a closed-loop system, and we can talk about that a little bit more in detail. Um, I feel that the results are, are superior to the old um, Brazilian butt lift techniques.
0: Okay. and uh, So you're saying that because the fat has been emulsified or liquefied, melted, if you will, by the laser ultrasound device, you're able to shape it more readily and more exactly after you've grafted
1: it from one area of the body to the other. My understanding is correct. Yes, sir. And more efficiently. So um, if we can just talk about fat and and the grafting process, I think it would be um, entertaining for the listeners um, at the minimum. So what we're talking about is removing fat out of the body, right? And then putting it back in. The analogy that I use with all my patients is I treat the fat like it's a fish, right? If you take the fish out of its out of the water, it starts suffocating, right? And so, the idea is to throw the fish back in the water as soon as you can, if you want it to live. We're talking about the same thing here, Frank. We're talking about fat, if you can imagine this and visualize this, that we're removing from the body, right? And so, it makes intuitive sense, if not scientific sense, that you want to get that guy back in the body so it can start breathing again. It can get back to its nutrients. It can establish its new home. It's in its new setting, right? So in in my in my you know in my opinion, um, I feel the fat needs to be put back in as soon as possible. So here comes the the concept of of the closed loop system. So what I'm able to obtain and, and, and perform is removing the fat out of your body and as efficiently and quickly as possible. And there's been a lot of studies in this. And um, most people would agree that 20 minutes is really under 20 minutes is the ideal time um, or delay before you should put the fat back in, right? So with the traditional liposuction techniques, we would be removing these cores of solid fat. And so you would literally have to wash them and spin them and take the nice layers because remember now, before we were ripping the fat out and it wasn't in smooth in its consistency, there were there would be strands and fat globules that wouldn't even fit in the apparatus that we used to push the fat back in oh wow so with this system that i have now um which is a closed loop system literally the fat comes out as a liquid it goes into a specialized container never being exposed to the external air and literally within 20 minutes we're able to push it right back through another tube and right back in the body with no interference of flat the fat globules getting cut or stuck or uh, i mean I, I, i hope everyone can imagine that advantage
0: well i certainly can see what you're saying and uh based upon your experience and the way that the energy and enthusiasm with which you're describing this process clearly you can see it's making a tremendous difference in the effect
1: yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's all in the results. So um, and 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 long term results where patients are maintaining this fat um, transfer into their buttocks better than the traditional liposuction fat transfer techniques.
0: Now, can you give us uh, maybe a story of somebody? I would imagine probably the most dramatic effects and and reactions have come from female patients. One or or more people that you've worked with who've just been astounded by the results you've been able to achieve for them?
1: I think the one that's most memorable is I think she was 32 year old and she came to me about five years ago and we did, we did the the Brazilian butt lift with is which is the fat transfer we're talking about. I thought I did a beautiful result and you know, I put my heart into it and I, I worked her love handles and lower back, uh, you know, to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. And I gave it my all, Frank.
0: And And this was using
1: the traditional liposuction techniques? Right, the traditional liposuction techniques. And I transferred it all to her buttocks. And I I made sure the framing was right. The thighs were also done. And, you know, I just – I try to take pride in what I do. And so I I was proud of my work. And she came back to me. And this is like five years ago, Frank. So it's interesting where – she was very unappreciative of my results. And it just it took a toll on me, I can tell you that. And I thought she was unreasonable. Honestly, I thought she was unreasonable. And you're not going to believe this, but she came back to me recently and gave me another shot at it. Hmm. And so whereas before I thought I had gone the extra mile for her, I basically told her, there's no more fat to remove from you, you know, young lady. There's, I, you know, I've done my best. I, I assured her that there was nobody that could take out any more fat from her, and this was five years ago. Mm-hmm. So she actually came back to me, and I reevaluated what I was, what I had left behind. Whereas I, I, I knew I couldn't get any more before, and I thought she was crazy. I realized in retrospect that she was actually correct. I just didn't have the tools. So just to let you know, I have signed her up, and I'm going to remove even more fat from her, and I know now what it is that she is expecting from me.
0: What an amazing story that is. I mean, could not have asked for a better case study to highlight the difference between traditional liposuction and the effects you're able to achieve versus high-definition liposuction, and what you're able to do today. I can't wait to hear the results, and I certainly hope you'll be sharing before and after and before
1: and after. I hope so. She's she's scheduled, so maybe in a couple of weeks or months, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about her again.
0: That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I, I just can't imagine a better direct comparison between the two approaches and the results you're able to achieve. And I have to congratulate both her and you, her for coming back to see you and for you being willing to take another look at the situation.
1: I I mean, honestly, it is, it is what it is. Uh, Again, as we've talked about this, this is a game changer. So where we had patients before that I would pass up, I would pass up on their surgery. I would pass up on, on scheduling them because I felt that I just, that they didn't have enough fat. I just didn't feel comfortable that I would be able to harvest enough fat volume to make an appreciable dis- difference in their buttocks volume. Now I can retain those patients because I, and, and these patients obviously didn't want to have an implant because I mm-hmm. would always, uh, you know, recommend them to just get an implant. I would say, why are you going to waste all this time and energy of me sitting in there trying to get all this fat out where we know, you and I both know that I'm not going to have enough volume to make you happy just get an implant. And a lot of the patients are against having an implant and there's reasons for that. But those same patients today are now excellent candidates because now I can get that fat out.
0: Now, where can we see some before and after photos now that will show us this dramatic effect that you're able to achieve with high definition liposuction on on contouring buttocks?
1: Sure. So, looking at before and afters is critical for high definition liposuction, and when it comes to ideal buttocks shape and buttocks augmentation um, using fat transfer, I again uh, would tell the listeners to make sure that your provider that you find does in fact do Vaser liposuction technique, and look at their results. Um, there's several valuable resources out there. Patients can go to highdefinitionliposuction.com and see results from some of the world's experts um, just to have a bar to compare everybody else to.
0: Now, looking at this from the standpoint of a prospective patient, what sort of side effects or recovery issues might they need to keep in mind when using the high-definition lipo techniques to get them the butt that they're looking for.
1: Um, Just in general, you know, liposuction and fat grafting now. So we have a, you know, a second layer to this story when we're talking about the buttocks, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, there's risks involved. And anytime you go under surgery, you you have to make sure you read all the lines and, and dot your I's and cross your T's. Um, You know, there's some serious complications that can occur when you're fat grafting. Now, whether it's traditional liposuction or laser liposuction, um, you know, studies haven't been really done to try to delineate whether one's safer or not. But uh, you know, this is a serious, serious um, event for patients, and so they have to take us seriously. Um, th- there can actually be some really detrimental complications, and one of them involves um, fat emboli. Are you familiar with that, Frank? No,
0: I have not heard that term.
1: So it's one of the worst complications that we can get in any kind of surgery. And it's if, if, if a piece of fat or or a, a fat cell gets into the vascular system, that's the artery and veins, mm-hmm. it can actually go up to your lungs and it can cause what we call a pulmonary emboli. Mm. And that can be a serious complication. And so, you know, you just have to make sure that your provider provides you um lists of things that can go wrong so you know what to look for in case something does go wrong that you can identify it and get medical attention immediately in order to avoid any 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 horrible event.
0: That makes perfect sense. We certainly need to be an informed consumer and uh the onus is on us to do our homework, but certainly as you say that you you also you should expect your provider to give you the type of information you need to make these decisions. Now, relative to cost, what does a procedure like this cost
1: generally? So as you can imagine, this procedure is bundled into the other procedures. What what I'm talking about is you can't make the butt bigger with fat grafting if you don't have the fat, right? I see, sure. So so this process, especially the way that, that we've done it now for the last uh, uh, small period where it's a closed-loop system, Mm -hmm. the time it takes to actually inject the fat back into the buttocks is is minimal compared to the time it takes to harvest the fat. So the buttocks augmentation gets bundled into whatever other area that we're performing high-definition liposuction on. For example, if you're going to use your back contouring, you're going to be paying for basically the back contouring. And it's it's minimal extra cost to have the fat put back in. Oh, interesting.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so it's going to be
0: more a question of where you're harvesting the fat from and what other bundled procedures you're having done at the same time that will determine com- what the cost ex- is.
1: Exactly. It comes down to how much volume of fat are we actually removing and 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 then and then you know, typically we're keeping all that fat. We don't throw any fat away. It all goes back in. So patients can get anywhere from three hundred milliliters or three hundred cc's to one liter per butt cheek. Wow. Yeah. So that defines the cost, how long it takes to get the fat out.
0: Interesting. Well, we've talked about a lot of different aspects of this. There so any question I haven't asked you or any important information you'd like to share before we sign off?
1: Sure. Um, just like any other area, Frank, I want the listeners to really appreciate the artistry that's involved in creating these buttocks. It's not just make the butt bigger, it's make the butt more attractive. And so there's nuances. Again, when we're talking about the butt, like just like that we're in the arm or the back or the belly, and I just wanted to share just a couple of these concepts with the patients. And, the, and what I want to talk about is the differences between men and women. And this is important. When you're, when you're going to augment a buttocks for a man, it's a totally different concept than a woman. And, and so let's just talk about a couple of these so the listeners kind of appreciate the, these subtleties. When it comes to a male butt, a male butt is more square, So when you're augmenting it, you have to take this into consideration. When you're talking about a a young lady's buttocks, it's more rounded. And typically what we want is a little bit more fullness over the upper lateral aspect. And remember, the upper lateral aspect of this butt now has to have a smooth transition to the narrowest part of the waist. And we call this the transition zone. You don't want to take out too much fat in this uh, lower back area. When it comes to the men, we want actually, we want a shelf. So the upper aspect of the butt is, is more straight. It's more square. And it, it falls down quick, so there's a shelf. So you core out the lower back a, lo- a lot more aggressively. Um, just to talk about the bottom of the butt. The bottom of the butt in men is more square, whereas in the ladies, it's a little more rounded, especially when we come out into the inner part of the buttocks there's an area in the, in the middle, uh, lower part of the buttocks that we call the J. And so this part needs to be rounded in the ladies. And so there's a lot of subtleties. So not only are you adding fat to the butt, often there's areas where actually we're removing a little fat to shape it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing that sculpting. Yeah, it's, again, it's sculpting. It's, it's just appreciating those nuances is what gives those superior results.
0: And where, again, can people find these before and after photos and get more information about using HD lipo to achieve the ideal buttock shape that they're looking for?
1: I always tell my patients that they can go on Google and they can search uh, and pretty, pretty easily find uh, the providers that provide, um, I feel, superior results using high-definition liposuction with the VASER technology and all the other good stuff that we've talked about. Um, they can also go to liposuction.com. Great, thank you
0: very much for that. Well, Doctor Arian Malavi, thank you so much for joining us again today. Thank you, Frank, for having me. Thanks again to Doctor Malavi, and thank you for listening. We look forward to seeing you again on the HD Lipo Podcast. You've been listening to the HD Lipo Podcast, your premier resource for discovering your ideal path to looking your best with high definition liposuction. To gain free access to more tips, tools, and advice from the world's leading authorities on HD LiPo, just go to highdefinitionliposection.com.